Okay, kids, let's go. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Hello, what have we here? Hello. Holy shit. Thanks, C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking. Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Henceforth, we shall be known as Rogue Squadron. I am Opar. I am Commander Cody. We're back at it. Welcome, you freaks. It's it Monday is night. Monday night. April 11th. 4 11. It doesn't have any <sighs> special significance to me. Doesn't mean it, anything. It does now, henceforth. <laughs> Episode 2 April 11th shall be known. This is going to go down in infamy. <laughs> the Ego Day. As the date where we got kicked off of YouTube once and for all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for Welcome. joining in. Turkey Sandwich, Daco, Witch Hunter. Making it happen. Classics. Classics. Classics Supreme. I'm uh, happy that you've been playing Elden Ring, my friend. I've put uh, a surprising amount of hours into it yeah. already. Um, it's an easy one. It's one of those, just like Skyrim, that it's easy just to jump on for even like a half hour. Run somewhere, beat up on someone, save, quit, <laughs> and you're done. Beat up on someone. to start accosting people and then log off. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, it's another one that you can spend four hours just uh, running through. because Or a hundred. Mm. Or three hundred. Three, one small. Tommy Boy said his buddy is 300 hours in and still hasn't beaten everything. Well, it's one of those, I feel like you can just slow play it. Oh, yeah. If you want. If you want to. Yeah, you can. and It's worth it. it. I uh, am supreme surprised, excited, flabbergasted at Elden Ring. Good. Um, it's this pleases me, guys. It's not hard. It's really not. <laughs> it's maybe the easiest game I've ever played. No, 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 no. not the game itself. <laughs> Making a good game. Let me build it's... a character in a wide open world, and let's go at it. It's it's. Like it's not like astoundingly beautiful. While I will admit, I was looking at the uh, the ocean, the water. Oh, I think it is astoundingly Holy beautiful. Holy shit! I mean, it's a it's a beautiful game, but I'm not like blown away by the CGI. Well, but you're it's still really, in the first area. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. When, when does the second area start? Beyond the, the castle? After you get past Stormvale, yeah, you get into the second area. Well. Aren't I there? I think. I don't well, know. yeah, we just beat uh, Fucknuts the other day. Fucknuts Supreme, the ultimate. Yeah. Gross boss, right? He just fucking sews extra body parts on himself. Gangly. That's bitch. disgusting. Yeah. God, Godric the Grafted. There's um, there's definitely some overlap in themes between Blasphemous and Elden Ring. Just kind of oh, the yeah. gross grotesqueness of it. Um, of course... Uh, Blasphemous was deeply rooted in like religious stuff. Not that Elden Ring doesn't have those aspects, but everything on oh, yeah. screen was like, oh, look, a baby with its <clears throat> throat slit with a rosary in the blood. And you're like, this is my, bo- this is the boss I got to beat right in front of me. <laughs> Thank so, you. This yes. is pleasant. I'm I got to stab fun. the bleeding baby more. I'm enjoying my Sunday afternoon. 
And as I slice it, it cries. And it's like, oh <laughs> my God, what am I fighting right now? Um, <clears throat> yeah, we but, get some of that in, in Elden. Yeah, you do. It's good. Definitely. It's essentially Dark Souls 4, and I have no problem with that. So no, yeah. you, you said it's not that hard to make a game. Um, I Here's how I feel about it. I feel like From Software has just fully stuck to their roots since day one. They're like, these are the games we like to make, and we're going to make them. And over time, you know, fans have globbed onto it, and it's just been snowballing since then. But they haven't really diverted course. They haven't been like, oh, well, you know, Demon Souls only got so many sales, so we're going to try a totally different new formula. They're just like, this is what we're doing. And they've done it like seven times. And like over time, you see the result, like finally Elden Ring at the right time, right place. All the other games are shitting the bed. Elden Ring comes out and it's still from software just doing their thing that they love. But now it reached such a fucking height. Everyone's talking about it. Everyone's playing it. And now it's such a huge, huge success. The only thing I would say to contest that is there is no other good games. What do you mean? Like if this... if. My point being, if if Elden Ring launched and Fallout 4 launched at the same time, it would split people's attention. Well, that's, I mean, that's what happened with like Dark Souls 1 or whatever came out at that same time. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of overlap. You go back, uh, we, you got, everybody knows. You go back, there's a lot of games. Yeah. Currently, there are not a ton of big games that are just launching and everybody loves. So it's, yeah. it's, it stands alone. Um, which, exactly. you know... Praise them for doing it right and having a strong launch. Mm-hmm. Um, timing is definitely a part of it. Is my is my point, but you still have to make the game, right? Um, and it's not buggy. You know, I will say frame rate. I don't know if it's my internet or my TV or if it's just the game itself, but I do notice I drop frames um, fairly regularly in in the in the game. I knew that was a problem for uh, PC. I had an issue the first like week and then whatever patch they put out. I haven't had a problem on Xbox since. Um, yeah, I noticed it. I mean, I, I just noticed it this morning. So it was like, well. It might can... have mostly been in that first area, actually. Maybe it was just that I moved mm-hmm. out of that first area that I stopped noticing it. It's not like game changing, but it is noticeable. It, you know, I don't notice that in too many other games. Yeah. I wonder if like just 50% of people that are playing are all just in that first area. You know, it's true. But you know so what? So the servers are probably like squashed. Also, maybe playing into it is my character's fast as fuck. That's the only thing it's got going for me. So I am flipping and jumping and attacking and it's just oh, yeah. like, go, 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 go. Maybe the, the game's like, hold on, bro. <laughs> Relax. Be a strength build. Calm down. Yeah. But No, I... Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Do it a pleases me. It pleases me. Um, Good. And I tweak, tweak my character as of late, and I'm just annihilating everybody. I literally got that claw, so I'm running around like Wolverine, and Boom. I'm fucking people up. Um, I makes a huge in, difference, doesn't? Oh it? yeah, dude. It's it's such a huge difference. I can't. Yeah. I can't even explain. You know, even, I, I walked out and I killed. I killed a boss, handled three giants. And then went into a new area without no, with no fucks given and tackled a uh, an invader all without saving. Like Boom. I was just on a fucking run. And I was like, dude, everybody out of my way. Oh yeah, no, it feels great. Let's like even having some experience in other Souls games. Very nice. The first, I was like, I wasn't upset, but I was like, just kind of 
making my way through the game the first like 10 or 12 hours because I was like, didn't find a weapon that I liked. I didn't know if I liked my build. It just didn't feel quite right. But then you find that right weapon and everything just clicks in and just feels like a totally different game. Well, and like the the <clears throat> items that are dropped, is it random? Uh, some are, some aren't. Well, okay. So for the big bosses, they usually drop one thing. But like the, the mini bosses and not like the stronger knights... I feel like I've killed the same guy several times and sometimes he drops nothing and sometimes I'll get a badass shield or something. Yeah, so like all those, like for example, in front of the gate to Stormvale, you have that whole camp of soldiers. If you keep farming them, they will at random, they will drop set pieces of their armor, weapon or shield. Yeah. So you can get a full set by killing those guys. That's at random. But some enemies like, like the NPC invaders will always drop the same oh, thing. Right. You kill them once and then they're done. Uh, bosses always drop the same thing, et cetera, et cetera. Cool. Yeah, I'm pleased. I am I'm, pleased. I'm glad, I don't want to go too too far into it because if you guys yeah, aren't playing it, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, random Witch Hunter says, dudes, Sonic 2 was hilarious. I thought Sonic 1 was fun. I never ended up seeing it. See, there's those that list that you just... I know. Swinging and a missing, bro. I could pull it up. I have completed some, but Sonic was not high up. Or Detective Pikachu or Shazam or you want me to go down the list? That's true. You remember <laughs> Of course, I'm standing here. I don't have it. I don't. I haven't watched Eternals. You haven't seen the Batman yet? I haven't seen the Batman yet. Yeah. That no. was one that was <clears throat> the Batman and Spider-Man No Way Home were both like, yeah, man, I got to see these like right away. Yeah. It was important to me. Now, this list has grown because now I'm including a bunch of things that I have seen, but it's been a while. Like I put Avatar on here because I've only seen it once. And I was like, ah, I should True. watch it again eventually, you know, just to see what the deal is. Um, or like Blues Brothers. I haven't seen that in 15 the years. The classic one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but it's on the list, you know. I just want to see it. Yeah. Uh, Dogma because you can't find... God, I like, don't know where to go. Kevin Smith movies on streaming at all. <laughs> but, you have to find a broken yeah. copy at a local DVD shop or something. I don't have a way to play it. Mm-hmm. I got the new Xbox now. Nothing I own has a drive in it. Oh, yeah. So We've we've got an old PS4 and my old Xbox still. I've got got options. I got rid of my old one. I just didn't want it sitting around. Button? Is that that how the movie goes? Peter Yanks. Uh, Oh, okay. I I put Pink Floyd the Wall on here, too, because I haven't seen that in like 15 years. No, I was actually, I was just thinking about that. I've been on a Pink Floyd mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was up at my parents' house and my dad just played Dark Side like on YouTube and it pre-played um, Wish You Were Here. And I was like, fuck, I can't, I can't mm-hmm. get out of this, you know? Mm-hmm. I, so it's just a power weekend of Floyd. Yeah. Classic rock, man. It does it. My So my daughter's obsessed with turning on the record player. It's low enough that she can like lean up and hit the start and stop button. So I'll just put, she loves heavy metal, but I'll just put random records in there. So that way when she turns it on, it's just something new just to see what she likes about it. Mm-hmm. And recently was a, a live album from The Doors. She was digging it, man. Yeah. I, I want to apply like taste to her, but I feel now that I've seen so much of her interest in music, I think she just likes any kind of music. Like if there's yeah. music playing, she's happy. It doesn't matter what it is. See, no, I, I we're very opposite. We're very picky over here. Um, I put on BT Bam and he's enthralled. He stops oh, yeah. exactly what he's doing and he watches the entire music video. Watches Especially it Especially that Future is Behind Us video because it's, it's all black and white. They're just yeah. like, 
Holy Whoa. smokes. Yeah. And it's not even that like hard at first. You know? Right. But uh, yeah, there's, there's he's a metalhead for sure. Because we'll put on like cla- like 90s alternative or classic rock. He pays no attention. And then as no soon interest. as he hears BT Bam, he's like, wait a second. Hell yeah, man. Hold on. Let me watch this. There are some other metal uh, bands that he listens to. but um, <clears throat> Yeah. So uh, Tur- Turkey says Batman comes out on HBO Max uh, Monday 418. With that, we're, we're a week away. Damn, that's- dude. That's quick. Hell yeah. That's like six weeks since it released. Nice. That's awesome, though, man. Maybe they're doing that on purpose because HBO has uh, exclusive. They got special rights. DC stuff. So, fuck. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I got to watch it again then. I'll see it in about a week. Yeah. Nice. Fuck. I can't wait. It was so good. The other one I I was been on my short list, but I it's just too much time. Is uh, um, Justice League Snyder cut. Oh yeah, I got. It. It's gonna be a minute before I can watch that one again. I want to watch it again, but I <laughs> it'll just... be so. The next thing that comes out that's close to the Snyderverse thing, I'll probably watch it like before that. Because aren't they supposed to keep spinning that off into? Oh, not another Batman movie, but aren't there going to be <laughs> other offshoots? That's going to be a movie at some point. Not what? another Batman movie. <laughs> <laughs> the newer, <laughs> darker Batman film. Not oh, another yeah. Batman film. It's just, yeah. It'd be a funny spoof. Not another teen movie and Batman mashup. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what I mean. They're going to take some of those characters and do some more spinoffs now because fans like the Snyder Cut so much. I believe that was the consensus. So I'll wait until then. I can't, I can't pour. As you said, my list has not been uh, shrunk at all. I can't pour four hours into that again. Yeah, yeah. Daco says, I started watching a bit of the Clone Wars in prep. I should do that. I should also power through Rebels. I haven't done that. I've picked I've picked Rebels, like bits and pieces, and watched the peaks. Uh, I think that's fair. Um, I think that's fair. Yeah. Speaking of Kenobi, um, we should discuss that it is now a delayed double feature. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, I have feelings about this, but <laughs> but at least they're 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 taking a couple steps back, but also giving us something. So you know, it's like, okay, fine. Instead of just taking it all away and letting us die, they're at least uh, hey, it's delayed, but you get two of them. <sighs> all right. So I have a, yeah, I have a couple thoughts. As I saw that, I shared it to our group chat. And my initial reaction was like, oh, what a surprise. Of course, Disney. Yeah. I didn't say anything, though, I don't think. I just wanted to see what people thought about it. But yeah, you know, it's almost just like, of course, it's pushback. Like, what do we what do we expect? Like, yeah. That's just par for the course these days with them. Yeah, exactly. Are we surprised? Absolutely not. Um, at now, least we're still getting it. I don't I don't know how I like what what's what's a week do? Are they cutting it that fucking close? No, it's not even a week. Or is it two weeks? No, no. It's just a couple days. days. It's like two days. Oh, that's right. That's what I was just going to say is like, I wonder if it was like a real like Disney fuck up or if they are doing it strategically for some other reason because it's, they're pushing it from Wednesday to Friday. I'm wondering if, well, was the original thing they were supposed to launch on Wednesday and then the second episode was supposed to be Friday anyways? No, I think they were going to start doing every Wednesday like Boba Fett. I wonder oh. if they think Kenobi's going to have more eyes, so they want to push it to Friday nights. 
Look, Maybe. Or, or it could be something stupid that there was a decision made, hey, the first two episodes are very closely related. And let's not <clears throat> let's not tease people. Let's get this story going. This is this is my idea as a story story writer myself, as you guys know. You know, you, you've read <laughs> you've read my book as an accredited IMDb screenwriter. I'm just saying, if <laughs> if they slow play us as much as they did in Boba Fett, right? Like if they feel the first episode is weak ish, yeah, they don't want to leave you on that high of like, oh my god, it's Kenobi, and then the first episode was slow. Yeah, and now exactly. we're all pissed. Yeah, but if they do combine the two, and it's the story gets off to a launching point by the end of the second episode. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking buckle down. Like I'm, I'm, I'm for it. So you're uh, saying they're catering directly to you and I? Yes, and they should. But that's exactly what I expect. Yeah, I better hear. I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear the droid droid march. I want to hear, oh, yeah. um, you know, across the stars. I want to hear. I want to hear them all. I want to hear everything prequels punching me in the face and then just mm-hmm. show dusty obi-wan and that's all i really need yeah even just a hint of vader's breathing in a scene somewhere somewhere just that's in the surround all, sound. guys truly all, all we want is vader on scene vader and obi-wan but i don't expect them to throw it right in front of us so some breathing that's how you introduce vader regardless yeah. of the story you gotta it's tease perfect. it yeah and if they did it so tastefully at the end of uh, Fallen Order. Like, exactly. You know what yeah. Fallen Order, like, for the, I don't even want to call it lackluster, but, you know, the gameplay was fun. Anti replayability. Anti replayability. Everybody knows what our thoughts on it. But what they did right was build, um, it just created anticipation. Like, you're like, oh my God, suspense. <laughs> And you get to that. It almost, this is the craziest thing. We're walking through Order 66. We're walking through the Inquisitors. We, it's all wrapped around that. We have four sensitive, a list of four sensitive children. Mm-hmm. As I'm playing this game, my the craziest <laughs> thing is my mind isn't going to Vader, which was great storytelling. Like, right. that you it's walk through this, and then at the very end, you get smacked in the face with Vader, and you're like, <gasps> I can't mm-hmm. fucking handle it. And I've watched re, uh, reaction videos. I think I've mentioned this, but I, I still go back to it because it really just, if you're a huge Star Wars fan, it hits different. The end oh, of yeah. that game, it really does. And I'd like watching other people experience it for the first time. And I lucked out. I did not see that commercial. Because remember, they put out a commercial yeah. with Vader in it like a couple days before the game launched to what try to like drive sales. Bunch of morons. Luckily, I didn't see that. So when I played the game, I actually was surprised. Uh, and then I yeah. went back and like was watching review videos, and they were like, "Yeah, this fucking they put this, they spoiled the reveal in this goddamn commercial." Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, I know what you mean though. Slow <sighs> burn, kind of uh, divert your attention, try to throw you off course, and then he just smacks you in the face. Yeah. Now. I mean, that's- they could they, do the same thing with Obi Wan. Well, I mean, Obi Wan. Yeah, I was going to say, but they've 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 given. We know he's going to be there. We know Hayden's back, so there can't. There's not too much diversion that can happen. Yeah, and they only have six episodes, so I feel like it won't be. Maybe they won't be beating around the bush. I don't know. I forgot that it's only six episodes. Treat it just like a long movie, broken up into chapters. Why don't they just give us a long movie then? <laughs> a four and a half hour movie. 
Hey, or I've been even, asking for that since I watched Lord of the Rings for the first you time. You know what uh, an entire trilogy is? It's three movies broken. It's it's one long movie. That's what the trilogy is. It's one long story. So, yeah. why not? And really, truly, I, th- I think they could dabble in this two-movie series thing. Where well, that's that's kind of what the six-episode thing is, though. I know, but kind of not. Because, like, for Just Moon Knight, they're calling it, like, the six-episode limited series event or whatever. They have some term for it, you know? They're not billing it as, like, a full show. They're, like, a limited-time event. And I think they're billing Kenobi around the same kind of thing. It's, like, six episodes, one and done, probably. It's not going to go on for, like, three months straight. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I'm hoping they're longer. Of course, I'm hoping they're longer episodes. But, you know, at this, at this... I tell you what, if anything's under a half hour, I... It's it's not going to be good. It's such a waste. It is. It's a waste of time. By the time you get going, we're already stopping. And you're like, dude, come on. Let's also not forget that for a long time, shows were like 20 episodes a season. Yeah. And then we get to the Game of Thrones era and every episode's an hour long. So now we're down to like 10 episodes a season. And then now with like Boba Fett with seven and now Moon Knight and Kenobi, we're down to six. Like... Ah, I know you don't want to drag it on for too long and we don't want to just get filler but at the same time like it's Kenobi I feel like we could do more than six come on yeah I you're not wrong but you know it is kind of new area where it's Kenobi Invader that's what we're dealing with where Game of Thrones we have like 30 characters that we're jumbling around and we can go off to different shoots at any point so um, I think you know Quite possibly, when That's we true. after we after we watch Kenobi, we could be very happy with six. So, um, yeah, I, of course we don't want the the trash episodes, the the filler. Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm-mm. I'd rather it be six and and not Great. ten with with filler. So, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So we're about what six weeks away, seven weeks away from that. I don't and, keep count, and that airs uh, the uh, during celebration. Maybe that's why they did it. It was going to air Wednesday. Celebration starts on Thursday. Maybe they did that on purpose so they can do like... Uh, maybe um, Ewan McGregor will be at Celebration. Probably. Or they'll have a, a strong trailer drop. some Something that they're going to be like, oh, by the way, bitches, yeah. Friday. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't whatever. Know. I'm here for it. I'll watch it. It's not whatever, but we're here waiting. I waiting. honestly am like half and half. I'm half well, whatever, it, and I'm like it, half like fucking jazzed. Isn't that is that an issue? Yeah, but I'm <laughs> again. This is what we talked about last time. It's like I'm reserved in my excitedness. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a weird feeling. It's like I've come to just be like a little more flippant about new releases. And even though it's Kenobi, and I'm like, oh, prequels. I'm like, yeah, but Disney. No, I shouldn't even say Disney. That's not the problem. I don't know what the problem is, man. Because like the Marvel stuff's all good, so it's not Disney. We'll see. We'll see. Everybody knows. Um, it happens. I mean, what what uh, Fallen Order did do is make me appreciate um, the Inquisitors a lot more. So hopefully that overflows into Kenobi, because obviously they're going to be probably in the forefront hunting Jedi of sorts. I mean, that's what their jobs are. 
Yeah, I didn't love them in the um, in Rebels, but no. they definitely came to the forefront in uh, Fallen Order. And it seems like it, are all the Inquisitors except for the Grand Inquisitor? They're all new characters in Kenobi, right? That we saw in the trailer. Oh, or is there some crossover? I don't know. I didn't I pay recall. that hard attention because there's actually nine of them, right? And I don't remember. I don't remember any of At them. At this man. point, I don't know. There's too many. Too many. Where did all these people come from, man? Just like yeah, that's like, a good point. Just like the Jedi stealing children, Palpatine's out here stealing children. He's just steering, stealing full-grown adults. Full-grown adults. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what? brainwashing them like you're gonna hunt my enemy. He's just walking around course. Hey, what what do you do? You're an accountant. Do you really like it? Oh, you hate it. Come with me. <laughs> you want to come with me now? You you I want to you. hunt Jedi? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Can you imagine like in the fanboys era? getting hyped for something like Phantom Menace and like thinking about Kenobi's coming back in a limited series. Vader's coming back. The fucking Inquisitors are live action. You know, it, I wasn't old enough to theorize uh, it for like the prequels, like in anticipation for the prequels. Mm-hmm. But it must have been a crazy feeling because you're, you're sitting there, all you have is four, five, six and you're like, okay, well, clearly, fucking Obi Wan's gonna be there, and he was only in one, one movie. You know, he's only in episode four. So, what are they gonna do? Mm-hmm. You know, who, who's he gonna be? And then you, you, right off the bat, you get kicked off with Kenobi and his master, and you're like, oh my god, we get to see, see his master. I love it. There's a lot of drops, and then you, oh, you've only heard of this dude named Anakin, and of <clears> course. <throat> Episode one comes along and you're like, oh, that kid, he's fucking Vader. Oh, shit. You're like, ah. I don't know. Well, I, I think we know from some <clears throat> reviews and, and uh, fan reactions that people were not necessarily pleased that it was a child. But I feel like if you watched with no knowledge of Star Wars, if you started at episode one, even if you started at episode four, if you watched them all back to back, I feel like it would be way less jarring than you waiting, know, you know, 15 years. It's actually a weird point that you made. Episode one's the only one with a kid. Uh, yeah. Out of every single... episode eight, but yeah. Who? There's some oh. kids in episode eight, yeah, but, but they not don't like count. a lead character. They don't count. Um, episode one is literally the only movie wrapped around a kid, and it's like loosely wrapped around a kid. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for a, a saga or a film series around four children, it's mm-hmm. it's interesting that they don't use children. Yeah, I wonder if there's like a hard reason behind that because they suck at acting. I mean, the only other thing that I could think is like Clone Wars where Ahsoka's kind of a kid when you first find her and then Rebels where... It's animated though. True, but it's still kind of, you know, wrapped around her a little bit and then Rebels with uh, Ezra. Aladdin, yeah. I will say, you know, with the the local kids in the neighborhood, I was asking one of them, "Who's your favorite Star Wars character?" And he, the the youngest quickly said Ezra, and I was like, "Oh, really? Look at that!" You know, I wonder if anybody's out there saying that the dude from uh, Resistance is their favorite. <laughs> I don't think so. Mm. Did you even forget that show even existed? You know, <laughs> well, we we skipped last week, but in my podcast points, I probably deleted it. But I had a link to. The series, the different, even if it's animated, it was all the Star Wars series ranked, and mm-hmm. way at the bottom was Resistance. I was like, "Fuck!" I completely forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah, it's a bummer. I thought the art style was cool, but it just didn't grab me. 
which is unfortunate. Because yeah. I wanted more, I wanted more of that expanded content in the sequel era. But that's like the only thing that we had at the time, other than books. And I was just like, <sighs> yeah. I feel like we need a live action. Well, there's there's a whole bunch of things on the slate. We just got to get through the rest of this year. But there was a stuff, bunch of stuff they announced, like Acolyte and everything. I know that's High Republic, but I just I'm talking about more non-movie, non-Skywalker saga. I'm talking myself in circles. That is the Skywalker saga, the sequel trilogy. I'm just saying, getting out of like the uh, one through six timeline. Yeah, it'll be a long time. Let me ask you this, because I I like doing <laughs> what ifs. I like doing what ifs. You should watch the what if series by Marvel. Possibly. I watched the first one and I was like, eh. Um, what if they didn't kill off Luke in the sequels? What if he lived? How would you feel about that? I wouldn't like it. You know, that's my immediate response, but like thinking about it, it would have been really, really fucking cool for Ray to finally take down Palpatine, Luke to really realize what the failure of the Jedi was, and for Luke and Ray to kind of move on beyond that as Master and Apprentice. I kind of like that idea, especially if they're going to be making 10, 11, 12, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Of course, Mark Hamill, you know, you're going to be limited by the time we get to that point because Mark's going to be 100 and. <laughs> Um, I don't but, think he'll ever be coming back other than de-aged CGI. Yeah, I just... I, I think it could it could have gotten fun again. And not that it wasn't fun, but they could have kept it fun. Yeah, um, I mean, I love the idea of like a wise old sage Luke Skywalker being more of a master and less of like a, you know, force ghost kind of giving you hints. Well, maybe It's a good I, idea, but... Maybe I feel that way because I haven't seen... Master Luke, outside of him, well, and of course we've got that glimpse in Man or uh, Boba where he's training Grogu. Um, but you know, just a little snippet, and it. But maybe that's why I feel this way. I saw that and I was like, "Fuck!" Even though I'm like not a huge Luke fan, that's fucking legit, and I want to see more of that. <coughs> so maybe I'm thinking, "Hey, maybe they shouldn't have killed him off. Mm-hmm. He could have been like that wise old sage, like you said." Mage. You know what I? You know what I just got some vibes about though is like. When we see him in Boba Fett, Luke is talking to Grogu as if he's been prepping for a new academy for like a decade and he's done all this research and he's fucking ready to go. It's only been a couple years. Like, it just popped in my head that like, you know, Luke is maybe a little too eager to rebuild the Jedi Order. And that is like an obvious thing that's going to play into what happens to Kylo down the line. Is like, maybe he wasn't ready. Like, yeah, he beat, he beat Darth Vader and Palpatine ended up dying, kind of. Uh, and he's a legend, but is he ready to lead an entire group of students? I don't think so. Right. And, you know, he didn't beat Vader. Well, of course, from a certain point of view, he didn't well, beat you know Vader. I mean. He didn't beat Vader because he was more powerful or right. more, more wise. He beat him because he was his son. Like that gave him like a 90% better chance to beat him because if he wasn't his son Vader would have slaughtered the fuck and moved the moved on and yeah, even, yeah, even plus 10 relations yeah exactly and even Palpatine wouldn't have been interested in Luke if he oh, wasn't yeah. a, if he wasn't a Skywalker so right. literally his namesake 
saved him and made him a legend. So, of course, that's something that we see play out in Ben. He's trying to, you know, get rid of that namesake and become his own person. So he literally goes to the dark side because his last name's Solo. And that's why it would have been so cool for Ray to learn from the namesake and then not have it because she's a nobody and then have a way to carry on all of the good stuff and leave all the baggage behind. But of course, no, she's a Palpatine. Yeah. What about if they didn't kill off Kylo? How would you feel then? If if Ben and, and Ray were able to move forward as kind of equals, that would have been... Ah, I know this would never have happened because Ray is the main character and it's Star Wars, but I really kind of wanted Kylo to get redeemed, Ben Solo's back, and he's the one that survives. Or I, I really would have liked that. I would have just liked the adventures of Ben and Ray. Like moving <laughs> forward, to be honest, like they've both been through their own trials. One is like legitimately trained. The other one has the ancient texts and and been trained by uh, Luke. I don't know. She's I got just, the street smarts. But it, yeah, it's all it's kind of that. Kylo's got the book smarts. Yeah, and the DNA. And together they. Yeah, know. that would that'd be a weird like sibling, sometimes sexual tension, forced dyad relationship yeah. between well, them the, after they save the galaxy. Well, the dyad thing is the thing that I'm interested in. Like, yeah. with them actually working together, of course, I know they fight Palpatine at the end of Nine, but to have a whole series of them trying to overcome whatever's in front of them mm-hmm. and ha- them being kind of split down the middle, like they're both very very strong, but you split them up and they're like, well, Ray's kind of a scavenger. I wonder if the force was like out of balance with both of them. Like, I wonder if they together as a diet started becoming more powerful, if that would like throw things out of whack. Yeah. Because doesn't Palpatine say like, it hasn't been seen in like generations. So yeah. it's got to be some weird anomaly. It's throwing the well, whole fucking galaxy out of bend. And maybe the reason for the diet was because Palpatine's back. And, and, this force was like, yo, dude, we killed you off. <laughs> like, now we got to fucking throw we, in the... <laughs> well, now we got to throw a diet in Hail Mary so. and get a diet up in this bitch. We got to make up new things just to balance you out. We got to make a dagger with a, with a just, map on it. We got to bring the Goonies into the Star Wars universe <laughs> just to get you to go the fuck away, Sheev. I won't let that up. I know it's a small little snippet, but I just, it's like, oh no. It's so out of, so out of place. Yeah. Um, because the one, th- I don't want to, I don't know, whatever. I was just going to try to puzzle it out again, but we don't have to. Turkey, Turkey Sandwich says, uh, what more <clears throat> does Luke have to accomplish after The Last Jedi? Um, he doesn't. It's kind of like Yoda. Yoda has nothing to accomplish, but he's there and he's very, very important. There's no, there's no story building with it. It's, it's the, the old mage standing there like it. Yeah. Hey. I mean, I guess it might've been cool for him to carry on into nine and then die like towards the end. So like one of Big Ray's um, big moments that kind of courses causes her to change course is when she stabs Kylo. So that could have been like Luke dying if Luke had survived into episode nine. So that would have been cool to see him. But I think by the end of the trilogy, he does have to go. Well, the other thing is no one's ever really gone. You can have him as a force ghost. really gone. Yeah. You can literally have him as a force ghost, so it but doesn't matter. With a different wig. I won't, I won't, you won't let the dagger go. I won't let that go. His hair looks so weird in episode nine. 
Oh, you know what? I forgot I that he go. did it's come back. It's a different back. wig. It's just like ugh. Jesus. I, my mind completely blocked that out. I forgot oh, that forgot he does that he come came back. back at all because he catches the <laughs> saber when she throws it in. Oh my god! The Jedi's weapon deserves more respect. God, why did you do that? Hmm. You see, guys, we're undoing it. <laughs> we fixed it. Look, you didn't like it, so we did it different. Star Wars. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. At least we got Solo in Rogue One. I love Solo, honestly. I really. It's do. very cool. You know, stylistically, like the coloring and the mood. Solo's way up there, way up there. I really like the Last yeah. Jedi too with the red, but mm-hmm. as far as like uniqueness, I Solo's way up there. Like Rogue One's on point. It does its own thing. Rogue One's on point. It feels OT, but it's not like, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't have like that one characteristic that kind of sets it apart. Like you said, Last Jedi was all red. Solo um, like had blue that and- cinematography, like that dark, like movie Dude, cinematography. Everything what happened at night in the rain, yeah. all the mud skull stuff. You're like, I can barely see what's going on, but I love it. Well, if you like that, you're really going to love the Batman <sighs> in theaters now. In theaters, um, wouldn't Batman yeah. have a real high pitched, squeaky voice, not a deep echolocation? Well, he has the man part of his voice is still Could man. You imagine him running in, ah, just ah, screaming. Ah. <laughs> There's four of you in here. <laughs> <laughs> like a submarine. I'm excited <sighs> for you to see that. I'm excited, I'm excited and I'm excited to, to watch it again. Mm-hmm. It's a longie, though. It's a longie. Um, random snippet uh, on HBO, if, if anyone's a basketball fan. Um, honestly, I won't even say if you're a basketball fan. It's about the Lakers in the late 70s. It's on my um, list. But it's a like a period piece, so it's literally like filmed like it's uh, in the 70s. Even the film style and the direction, everything is on par. Um, John C. Riley is one of the main characters who is awesome Mm -hmm. Um, but even though it's about the business end of the Lakers franchise and we get to see you know Kareem and um, Magic Johnson during that era it's you barely even see basketball like you see a little bit of practice so you don't even have to really know anything about basketball or even be a fan to really watch that and enjoy it it's it's the business end of it and it gets pretty gritty pretty quick so it's it's fun nice yeah that's on my list it looked I saw a trailer for it while we were watching what were we watching on there the Gilded Age yeah I saw a trailer for the I saw John C. Rowley I was like yeah dude I want to see that yeah click add to list Looks but good. it's the the thing that jumped out to me is the is again the style and the theme of the filming it's and the editing it's it's so on point you gotta have it man yeah that's how I felt about uh, Ted Lasso I don't know if you watched that Mm-mm. it's like uh, football well soccer Oh, yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like... You didn't have to be a soccer fan to get it. It was obviously about like the characters and the story and everything. That was just kind of like the backdrop for it, like the setting. But it was cool. Yeah, it was fun. So... Yeah. A bunch of bunch of non-Star Wars TV shows. Hell yeah. We're going to watch them. Here, here's another thing that I came across that has nothing to do with the show. Nothing to do with Star Wars. Nothing to do with our but show? But it will tie in. Um, so recently... I saw a an article. Someone found ancient footsteps in New Mexico. 
Ooh. We're talking fucking ancient. They did carbon dating on them, and it's like 23,000 years ago. Ooh. Yes. Shit. We're basically living in Mass Effect is my point. Um, I've been saying it, dude, for like six years. I've been saying it. It's so crazy to think that like prior to this, everyone's like, oh, yeah, people might have been here like, a, you know, a thousand years ago. But 23 fucking thousand years ago, like during a crazy ice age, they're like, it's impossible for humans to be here. And then they're like, oh, goddamn, someone's right. toenail sitting right here. Let's check it out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> someone's toenail. It survived the goddamn flood and <laughs> ice age and everything. But my point is, it's, you know, it's all, we've been just doing the ebb and flow. Get real strong, die off. Get real strong, get killed off. Get real strong, kill ourselves off. I'd be curious to know where they got inspired to have that be kind of like the pillar backdrop of the of the story. But <clears throat> no, it's it's a thing, man. It, it's I believe in that for real. Well, and even like uh, biblically, like you look at, there's always a great flood, and you're like, oh, yeah. that was just the last reset button. That's all that is. Exactly. Every single every culture on Earth has a story about the great flood that will yeah. fuck you up. That was the last, and only if a fair amount of people on the highlands, right? Yeah, lived. and it's you know it floods the entire world, and then twenty thousand years later, it's you know makes sense that all we really have is a couple toenails. Yes, yeah, that's the only thing that made it through. All the fucking animals are dead too. Yeah, from back then. Oh yeah, I saw that. I was like, Fuck. okay, they could have said five thousand years ago, and it would have broke everybody's historical. Knowledge, oh, yeah. but twenty three thousand. I think it was like there was a uh, range, like twenty one to twenty three thousand years ago. Where did you read this? Um, I, you know, funny enough, I just I saw like a TikTok of it, so I googled it, and it a few articles popped up. I just searched like ancient footsteps, New Mexico, and there was a, a handful of things that popped up. I was like, oh shit! Oh, right here, it was a suggestion. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, you're right. Twenty one to twenty three thousand years. I got to read this shit. I got to go watch some YouTube videos. Got to do, start doing some research. <laughs> got to write bust down out my, my Graham Hancock books. And <laughs> I got to go walk outside barefoot so people remember me. <laughs> start sticking my feet on the riverbank just so I can get some foot fossils. Yeah. Dude, it is Mass Effect, man. Can That's you imagine? What we're living in. Like what? Dude, the fact that there's nothing, almost nothing left, like it could have been anything. Like humans could have had fucking anything. We yeah. could have been so fucking advanced more than we are now times 10. And now yeah. it's all gone because of the goddamn asteroid and the fucking iceberg, whatever. Or we killed ourselves off. That's what happens. We're, we're right. Like we're like 50 years away from just nuking each other. And there's only going to be like Australia left. And then they're going <laughs> to, it's just Phantom Finn over there with COVID. Phantom Finn. Well, yeah. He's going <laughs> to live through it. He's going to grow a few extra arms. <laughs> Stick his hand into a dragon head. That's it. That's how we evolve, man. So we're here now. <laughs> all right. I got to read up on that, dude. You know, I'm all about that stuff. Uh, speaking of ancient stuff that I'm all into, uh, did you start up Moon Knight yet by chance? I haven't. It's on the list. You that's, haven't. that's one, you know. No. You haven't yet. Oh. All right. Well, I'm not going to say anything about it then. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard uh, good things. I've, I haven't done any like deep dive into it. I've been kind of ignoring it, but um, it's good. I will say, I will say that Hawkeye and now nah, maybe it's just Hawkeye. For some reason, Hawkeye felt a little lower budget to me. 
It felt a little more like those Netflix shows. Not that those Netflix shows were bad, but you can tell the difference between oh, that. Yeah. Jesus. I didn't think they were horrible. Like Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not watch Luke Cage, but, uh, you know, obvi- Daredevil obviously, and Punisher. Yes. And- obviously lower budget, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it wasn't. those are obviously loved by fans, so it wasn't horrible, but you can tell a difference. Um, Moon Knight definitely feels on that next level. It does feel Loki like a film level, production. WandaVision. Yeah. Yep. It feels like a film. So nice. Uh, it's been good. Really good cinematography. Plays right into the story and like the personality of the main character. But, you know, I'll shut up. I'll wait. We'll get into it once you've seen it a, couple, uh, a little bit. But it's nice to just go in with a character that I literally had never heard of until the trailer popped up. Um, and I know nothing about and I'm get, getting to experience it for the first time. So it's fun. Yeah. I'm excited to jump in because I think that's one of the reasons why I really like Doctor Strange because I knew nothing about him. So when that Dude, Doctor yeah. Strange movie hit, I was like, what? You can do that? What the hell? Dude. I'm still trying to wrap my head around what the fuck Doctor Strange can and can't do. But The next couple years of Marvel are going to be wild, man. Like the door's open for so much. And I know I've said this before, but like the first 10, 15 years were all very heavy, like military and like stark technology military armies guns shit like that but we're just in the fucking magic and time travel realm right now and it's just what's it's gonna go the, ballistic what's a couple characters that you learned exponentially more or it just had more appreciation for after the mcu oh man there's so many that i didn't even know of until the mcu uh dr strange is one for sure uh black panther i didn't know anything about black panther true before. Um, Iron Man, I think, is an obvious one. Yeah, that's a very obvious one. I mean, one. I knew, you know, red steel suit, but... Well, sorry, red iron suit. But I didn't know anything about him. Um, you know, the, obvi- you? the other obvious one is Ant-Man. Because I remember particularly on the show criticizing... <laughs> like, what the fuck? You get small? Ant-Man. What the fuck? And that's what, yeah. What is it? He gets small and then all of a sudden he gets fucking small. What kind of superhero was that? But they they really did blow my mind with how he can use that power. Oh yeah, it was a really really fun movie. Yeah. But I I agree. Iron Man was probably number one on my list because you know I thought I knew what Iron Man was and I still kind of do. And then they just kind of blew the doors open of what he could become because he wasn't just. I I honestly thought he was just like a menace in a in a suit, and he just ended up being a genius menace in a suit that (laughs) led the greatest team of all time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, crazy. Well, and he he was the key. Yep, he was. He, it's a beautiful story. Um, I might. So it might just be because I am not a huge comic reader, but I might say that about almost anything in the MCU. That's, I mean, it's a valid because point. even Captain America. Like, yeah, I know, patriotic. He's got the shield, but I really didn't know much about him until I watched the movies. And well, then the you see thing- him evolve over the course of like you know fifteen years. It's awesome. Yeah, I think a lot of them were pretty close. Like, they, they kept it pretty close. Like, yeah, Iron Man. Totally. I don't know. Captain America is an obvious one that they, you know, you you can do a little more, but Captain America's Captain America. I feel the same way, actually, about, like, Thor. Like, Thor didn't break the mold that I had him in. Like, that's what he is. He's a god. He's a hammer. And fucking thunder. Well, see, I didn't even really know that there were, like, gods in Marvel, so... Oh, okay. A bit of a mind fuck at first, but yeah, um, I came to like him. It was, I, it it felt uh, the first two movies definitely felt out of place. 
especially when you go from like shield and like like I said military stuff and then you jump to fucking Vikings in space it's quite a <laughs> shift but I, I came to really dig Thor by the end Vikings, Vikings in, in space. space dude Viking gods in the stars it is pretty cool when you think about it we're all just, just incorporating mythology grains of sand in the wind all <laughs> the big fat cunt <laughs> <laughs> That's another movie I'm gonna have to. It's just climbing on my list. Ever, dude. I know. It's been a minute. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess maybe that's that's kind of a weird one because I did learn a lot more about the MCU characters than I than I think anything in DC. To be honest, outside of like Cyborg, like Cyborg, I didn't even realize he existed. To be honest, right? You know what I remember of Cyborg before uh, Snyderverse stuff was. He was on Teen Titans, and my little brother used to watch Teen Titans. Oh, so yeah, I didn't even watch I, that. That's the first time I had ever really seen Cyborg, but yeah. He's ridiculously powerful, by the way. He's basically Terminator 3 woman. He could just morph into anything. Yeah, <laughs> he could just do it all. He's, yeah. You know who I, well, let's just let's do this Iron Man versus Cyborg. Cyborg. Well, because the cube is like all powerful, isn't it? What's I'm it assuming the it's cube, like an infinity the stone. Whatever. Yeah, the Allspark. The Allspark? No, that's Transformers, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I think it is the Allspark, right? Uh, I don't know. I'm After not a Spark? DC fan. I just like Batman. The under? <laughs> the Overspark. DC Spark. I just remember uh, Steppenwolf shouting about it a lot. He just said cube a lot or spark or box or whatever. Allspark is know. definitely Optimus Prime. I don't know. It's kind of the same box, though. <laughs> all these universes are uh, fucking intertwined. It's all about the Legos. It's bitch. all about the boxes. It's all about the Pentiums, baby. Uh, I've only heard good things about the new Skywalker Saga game, by the way. The Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy Boy was asking about that today. And I saw some snippets that you can like go from saga to saga. Like you could choose trilogy a movie. to trilogy, you mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. So I could, I saw people like choosing. I want to play episode one today, and then you go and play episode one. You're like, fuck, fuck yeah, that's awesome. I've only played a little bit of those, but I always heard good things. They're fun. It's fun to just kind of like break the rules a little bit, you know. With yeah. when it's Legos and it's kid stuff, you can just do whatever you want. Well, that's kind of how I wanted everything else to be. If it's in a fucking video game, give me Ahsoka versus Maul. <laughs> This is what I fucking want. It's not that hard. Yeah, they really missed the boat on Battlefront, huh? Dude, if if you could play as Ahsoka in Battlefront, like how fucking obvious is that, though? Dude, there are not many things more obvious than that. Hey, put Star Wars characters in the Star Wars game. Oh, okay. <laughs> shit. Damn it. How do we not think of that? Ah, good idea. Instead you know, of four the, versions of the fucking Millennium Falcon, can I play as a different character, please? <laughs> right. Yeah. This one's broken. <laughs> this one's still broken. This one's broken. Different satellite dish. Do you guys like that, right? Four ninety nine. Yeah. yeah. Four ninety nine. Have it. <laughs> In stock tomorrow. <laughs> Plays the Soka, man. Fuck. There's, Every time there's I, not like, there's not a single Star Wars game out there that you can play as a Soka, right? Um, There's not a single Star Wars game that even shows Ahsoka, right? I don't know. Because you know what, what, what would have been special is if you came across her in Fallen Order. 
Yeah, we were kind of hoping for that, weren't we? Hmm. She's like the number one Star Wars, yeah, like universally liked Star Wars character outside of like Darth Vader. Now that she's in the Fett, she's mm-hmm. kind of looped back and Mandalorian. Um, Fallen Order 2, high chance for an, uh, an appearance. I heard um, a rumor, maybe it wasn't a rumor, maybe it was actual news that Fallen Order 2 might not be Cal Kestis again. It might be another Jedi that is running on Order 66. I'm fine. I'm actually fine with that. It. I thought it was fun. It was fun. To, I just, you didn't really, well... It would be cool to continue that story, though. The flashbacks were really, really key to that game because you get to experience Order sixty six from a first, like a first hand. Yeah, it's no, like I don't, kids too. A Padawan. Yeah, it's fu- It's pretty fucking fucked. I might need to watch like a, a cinematic playthrough of that just to yeah. relive the story if I don't feel like playing it again. Because mm-hmm. I'm just going to be honest, I can't really play anything else until I'm done with Elden Ring. Yeah, which you'll never be. It never. My wife keeps asking me that. She's like, "When's that game going to be over?" I'm like, "It doesn't end. Sorry, doesn't end. Got to restart. <laughs> got to get a new character. I got to do a mage build. I got to do a dex build. What what build are you right now? It's total strength, pure bonk. But yeah, Two. but what's your character? What's what? Uh, are you a bandit? What? Oh, the starting class. No, I started as a wretch. Oh, that's right. I always do the first playthrough as a wretch. I was thinking astrologer. I I didn't know. It's harder at the beginning. Maybe that's why when I mentioned earlier that I was kind of annoyed because I didn't have any good weapons. That's probably why. But you get a couple extra levels out of it. It's like you start all your stats are at 10, but you start at level one instead Mm -hmm. of some of those other classes are like level eight or 10 or 14 or whatever. So you have some extra room to get some extra stats in there. So that's usually why I do it. Nice. Is there a release for that game? I'm assuming you're saying uh, Fallen Order 2. I don't think so. I think it's been pushed back. I looked it up. I didn't see anything concrete. Unfortunately, what do we come to expect? It'll release in 2024. It's been almost, well, it's been two and a half years since the first one came out. It was quick, man. Dude, it's been, it's been three years since we were at Celebration, dude. That's a long, like that went, that last three years flew by. I feel like we were just in Chicago. Wow. COVID really fucking time warped us all. That's why the Marvel's getting away with all the time travel stuff. Everyone's been stuck in COVID. They're yeah. Like, hey, this is canon as fuck right now. Ay, ay, ay. I'm still Justice. You still talking about Snyder Cut? Cube. Oh, still trying to research the goddamn Allspark. Mother box. There's a mother box. Mother box. There's three of them. What about the father box, dude? Oh, that's when they all come together, bro. Yeah, because it was the... Yeah. Interesting. Nice. Because that's what Steppenwolf was after. Getting the, the mother boxes together. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Don't quite... I still don't fully get the lore. It's deep. There's a lot there. Uh-oh. Ooh. Um, I think I had another question here. Oh, I do have a decent question here. Are there any expendable Star Wars characters? And which ones are they to you? Expendable? Like if they weren't in the universe, I wouldn't care? Or if they were killed off early or 
Or what? Uh, what about the? What about the opposite? Are there ones that died that you? I mean, there's obvious ones. Uh, like, Coleman what, what, Trevor, dude. Coleman Trevor. Thank fuck? you. He's both expendable, and I wanted to see more of him. Constable Zuvio didn't even make it into the film. Come on, bring him back. God. How about oh, yeah. characters that got cut out of concept art that never made it into the movie? I want them. One Anti- that should have lasted longer is Tarkin, but they didn't know any better because that was the first film. He also got a good amount of replay by bringing him back in Rogue One and in the Clone Wars and, and whatnot. God, how ballsy So he's not that? gone forever. How ballsy was that? Dude, it was. And people and were pissed, but... loved it. Dude, he puts everybody in their place. Like, you think, oh my God, Director Krennic, he's he's crazy. He's, he's doing this big death ball, and then he goes to his boss, and you're like, fuck, Darkens are... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like he got some play, which was good. I'm trying to think of someone that, like, they never really brought back. Mm, Qui-Gon Jinn? <sighs> yeah. That's probably the one. You know, and there's always, you know, murmurs of him every once in a while. But Mace, yeah. Mace Windu? No. You know, I'm okay with him dying there. I agree, but I did see some concept art, or not concept art, I think it was like fan art mm-hmm. of a like bloody, torn up Mace Windu without his hand laying on the streets of Coruscant. And mm-hmm. he was just, and he just, you saw his eyes like open and you're like, <gasps> you know how fucking nuts that could be? Like, I'm a, I, I agree. I do think the idea is, we need to kill him. He's the strongest. This is where the, the Jedi die. Yeah. Right in front of us. But I, I still argue, and I know we have recently argued, that if there's someone going to live, it's going to be him. He's um, strong enough, too. I mean, if Maul survived, he could definitely survive. Dude. But I feel like the Maul revival was so long ago, I feel like they've kind of missed the boat on it. Like, yeah. if they brought Mace back in, in like, Kenobi or something, I feel like it would eh, be cheesy. Well, the, you know, the other thing is you could still... So they, they could play this off in a tasteful way, though. Yeah. If Maul did... Or if um, Mace did live, maybe in his mind he would think, you know what? What's the point of me trying to rebuild the order if I've already failed? Like, what am I going to do? Rebuild the same fucking thing with the same people that I know? Like... We're already being hunted. We've already failed. There is no point to me coming back. Mm-hmm. Let me go and hide and make the small differences in my own path that I can. Because mm-hmm. if I show my face for the extended life that I have, everybody's going to try to kill me. Everybody hates me. So mm-hmm. now now you have to play the Obi-Wan. Where exactly. let's, let's lay low on Tatooine and, you know, save Which Luke. is maybe one of the... Like, Vader coming back is cool, but... One of the things I'm most interested in is just kind of seeing that Jedi in hiding type of type of deal. And that's We've seen actually a bit of that, but it's going to be cool seeing Obi Wan doing that. That's what I got to read in the Ahsoka novel. Right. Uh, she was that. Well, even though she didn't consider herself a Jedi at that point, she was that Jedi in hiding, um, and it was fine. Yeah, it, I, I'm excited to see because Obi Wan has way too many ties to everybody. Right. So. And, you know, quite possibly people might even recognize him. Well, dude, he was galvanting around the galaxy for with oh, Anakin yeah. for he 100 was, yeah. years. Poster slicing boy everybody two. up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was involved in all sorts of schemes. They went on so many missions during the Clone Wars. Yeah. So, that'll yeah. be good. Um, Fucko says, could have seen more Grievous. 
I agree with that. Yeah, he definitely gets played in the Clone Wars, but as far as film, ah, man, it would have been cool. If they had just fixed the overlap, like if Dooku had got introduced in Phantom Menace... Mm. The rest of him was the same. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I got so excited. gets introduced in Attack of the Clones, maybe in Droid Factory or whatever. And he still dies in three. But like, if we just got half of a movie more, I feel like that would have that would have been enough for both of them. You know that you actually made you you you've twisted my mind here. Oh yeah. Because I was I was of course thinking instead of like Dooku dying, he would just existed longer. But if we saw Dooku earlier. Mm-hmm. That would have been even crazier, especially if he was on the council in yes. episode one. Imagine if he was Jedi in one and then he turned. Yes, that would have made it so much more. And even like those sprinklings of disagreeing h- hardly with Mason and Yoda during episode one. Mm-hmm. And, and then doing those little sprinkle things like my my old apprentice. And he points to exactly. like Qui-Gon should take his new apprentice and go fuck around and do something. <laughs> but but like those little sprinklings when episode two comes around and they have to fight each other, you're like, yeah, ah. it's more heartbreaking. Or, mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. Dooku says we should not get involved with all this bullshit. The Queen of Naboo is a bitch. We don't need to do any of this. <laughs> she got and then, close. And then Obi-Wan and, and Qui-Gon go out there and Obi-Wan gets killed. And he says, look, fuckers, I told you not to do this. I'm out. Yep. You just got like my number one dude killed. He's yep. the only one that I truly trusted in this bitch. Fuck all you and I'm out. No, but seriously, like that that would have played out so much better it, when he does show up in episode two and he's like on the other side. You're like, no. I'm telling you, man, Dooku is such an interesting character. I wish we had more of him. He would have been that, that domino. Like the way they used Ahsoka as the domino for the fall of the Jedi mm-hmm. where she kind of realized everything. We see that play out. Dooku could have been that original push. That would have been awesome, man. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Fuck. It's also yeah. crazy to think they they almost repurposed because Anakin was supposed to be like the the Jedi that fell like historically in the OT we talk about Anakin oh, okay now he is your father he did fall to the dark side right. and then we we take a look and you're like oh wait Dooku fell to the dark side Ahsoka left the Jedi like it wasn't like Anakin was the first. Yeah, but you know, you look at the in a in a tunnel of the OT. You're like, oh, Anakin was the one and only. true one, and he fell, and right. everything fell with him. But that's not true. Turkey Sandwich says he wants to see what happens to the Death Sticks guy. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah, or his uh, off- offspring, Dexter Jetster. Does he still have the mm-hmm. diner? Does he get shut down? Is he still at a diner? <laughs> Property tax is too high. Yeah. Or did he open up a second location? Somebody burned themselves with the coffee and they sued him. He's out of business. <laughs> it's out of business. He's working for the Empire now, making fucking hash browns. <sighs> you know, one that I, I will, we've always argued is um, they could have killed Finn off in, in episode eight. Would have been perfect. Um, but I'm so po- conflicted on that one, though, because I love Finn one. in nine. Yeah, you know, Poe's another one, but I'm trying to think of like how this would have affected the story. Like if the fallen or the um You're saying if Poe dies in seven like he was supposed to. Well the no, 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 no. Sorry. If Finn didn't die or did die. Well, how would that affect Poe and traitor? Nine? Well, how it would have affected everybody. Like mm-hmm. 
the only reason Ray did anything is because she was constantly like saved or corrected by Finn. Dude, you just did it. You know how forced it feels for Ray to like find out she's a Palpatine and hate Palpatine and like might turn to the dark side because she's so mad? Yeah. If Finn died and she was heartbroken over that, that would have made way more sense. Yeah. Yeah. God. See? I think that might be the single largest missed opportunity in the entire trilogy. Dude, it would have made it all worth it. For her, like, questioning everything, she could have went and, like, trained with Luke, did everything right, got to the battle, and Finn dies in the battle while she's doing everything she can. And she's like, you know what? I did everything I did. I I could. I I did the right path. I I went and trained with Luke. Mm -hmm. And fuck you guys, because he still died. And then he, she starts questioning everything. And then she finds out she's a Palpatine. Mm-hmm. And then she really has that like door open. She's like, oh, well, maybe this is my true path. Damn and then it, it could have been someone like, and then it could have been someone like, I don't know, Leia that could have brought her back. Can um, I haven't done a job application in a while. So anyone... <laughs> up on their uh, resume formats. How do we? Uh, yeah. How do we get our names under the door there with Mister Filoni? Yeah, just saying. Just it, saying. Who who might have been an, uh, another expendable one? Like, if this character never existed, I would have been okay with. I have a I have a tough one, and <laughs> yeah. I know I've I've said something along these lines before, but yeah, I mean, fuck, dude. Don't say Snoke if you're gonna say Snoke. Lando. Lando. Lando's a, a tossaway character. I don't care how many people like him. He he could have been easily a a throwaway character. Like he could have been fine in episode five, but he doesn't need to save the day in episode six and then save the day thirty years later in episode nine. Like that I was agree. way that was way too much for that character. He's cool, but the fact that they all just become generals in six is still just I'm butthurt about that. And I think I always will be. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I'm having trouble coming up with one that I just like think could just fuck off forever. Hmm. One that should have come back, I think, is Rick Rick Ollier, man. He really should have been to be honest, there, there Chief Admiral been, of the Republic. There could have been Well, let, let's consider this. If, well, we look at the like the prequels, of course you can't have them overlap into the original trilogy because the original trilogy predated it. Of course. <laughs> but my, my point is, and this is a radical one, but like if you were to bring Jar Jar into the original trilogy, something along those lines that, is there anyone that you could copy? Like, cause you said Rick Olay. Like if, if he were to show up in like episode four and, and we're fighting with the rebels. Oh yeah, dude. If Rick Olay was like on Wedge's level, that would have been fucking sweet. That's my point. And I know that's impossible because of the way things played out. But but if in episode one, they had gone back and made that like a 20-year-old Wedge Antilles is what you're saying. Ooh. Yeah. If Rick didn't exist, if that was Wedge. Right. Yeah. That would have been sweet. Or like Wedge's father, if you want to get like the, the timing I, right. There is a limit to that, though. I feel like if every character in Phantom Menace was like all related and interweb with each I, other, it would have gotten that. stale. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, eh, it's fun to fun to General theorize about. Pride, good call. Yeah, see, his whole th- he just completely hinges on the fact that Palpatine is back. 
if Palpatine wasn't back as like the storyline of Nine, he wouldn't exist at all. You know what I mean? Well, what was what was the general of the um, Juggernaut Star Destroyer thing, whatever, in um, Episode Eight at the very beginning? What? Ooh. Like a small character like that. Fire on the base. Uh, I don't remember his name. Fuck, I, I don't love remember him, his name. I fucking love him though. Yeah, he was savage. I wish he would have lived. If he would have lived to at least to episode nine, maybe died in nine because he was a he was ruthless. Dude, that ship goes out so fast. Yeah. Because of one ship, like I like Poe and he's fucking amazing and probably he's arguably better pilot than even Anakin. Like, well, no, shit, it's because he- uh, Rose's sister in the bomber. Oh yeah. There are more of us. There's there a couple more of us. Just blending all the fucking quotes together. Uh, Rancor is, is one that I could throw away. They could just not exist at all. Uncar yeah. Plutt, he could fuck off forever. Yeah. Bib Fortuna. No. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Adventures of Sebulba. <laughs> trying to the, think of... The drunk guy next to Sebulba. Uh, uh, fucking Radical Phoenix is a rose hater over here. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't for the Cruella DeVille, Evil Eyes, I would not be mad about it. And she also got totally shafted in nine, which I feel bad about. Well, let me... I'm trying to play out Poe here. So I know he was originally supposed to be killed off in seven, but what if they took him to eight and then killed him off at the beginning? There's a lot they could have done, you know? I like Poe continuing on because then if he gets killed off, you got to introduce somebody in eight, like a Lando situation. Like Lando is introduced in nine. <laughs> yeah, but you got to have the, you know, the third party of the little trilogy or not trilogy, triumvirate show up and then become best friends with them. Or, oh, I know a buddy from back in the day. We used to gamble and now he's going to become a general and help us defeat the empire. Is it weird that, um, well, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say C-3PO and R2-D2 constantly save the day, but BB-8 doesn't really do dick except for controls that. Yeah. He zaps people. He trips people and shit. That's true. He throws coins at security guards. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. Does does C-3PO and or R2 do something that dumb? I can't think. Like, we've got to be giving them a pass. But then I look back and I'm like, I don't know, spitting coins do and you then, hate in uh, the beginning of three when he like sprays those droids with oil and then lights them on fire and flies away? It's like defi- all of a sudden R2 can fly. <laughs> it's it definitely a stretch. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you're not. Yeah. It's that's along the, that's that same, the same vein, level. Yeah. But it's more badass than goofy as fuck. But yes. Yeah, that's true. They're, they're stretching that in a badass way instead of, hey, get this. He's 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 like a he's, ATM. A, he's a slot machine. He's an ATM right now. In reverse. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would be I would have uh, I wouldn't have minded that if he hadn't hacked into the top of an ATSD. That's that is that the w- one where I'm just like, please just shut it off. <laughs> like I need to make my own my own selfish version, a supercut of eight with just all of the Kylo Ren stuff and just watch that. <laughs> And DJ, you know, he is still one of my favorite, like just side characters that just pops up and does his thing and then disappears. I do love DJ. He's he, has, awesome. he has a nice, like, he's not a super deep character, but he drops a couple knowledge points that Finn picks up on and then Finn starts questioning everything. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's perfect. 
Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all that DJ was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah he's a badass. I dig it. Huh. Yeah, Star Wars. What uh, what character most screams Star Wars to you out of the Star Wars universe? Like when you see that character. <laughs> oh man, R two D two. Let's do top three. Yeah, that's actually a good one. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason, every time I see that little white and blue guy, I'm just like, man, Star Wars. Fucking Star Wars. Because uh, I was going to say Darth Vader at first, but I feel like he is so scary and Star Wars' vibe isn't necessarily always like scary and haunted and demented. Yeah. That's like a, ag- a rare occurrence. I'm going to agree with you on R2. The second one I'll throw out there is probably Yoda. Whenever yeah. I see Yoda, it's like... <sighs> There's Perfect. only one thing that I think of. Single thing. It's Star Wars. Perfect. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. Do you have a third? Chewbacca? Yeah. That uh, Honestly, that might have been my top three, too. And I think it's funny. Chewbacca perfectly exemplifies that, that element of Star Wars that's like sci-fi, but also like... Goofy. Earthy. Like, yeah, earthy. He's that's a... a- that's He's like an word. animalistic character. Yeah. With sci-fi tendencies. Yeah. That's earthy is the word I've been trying to come up with for the past 30 episodes. Like there's something <laughs> there's something in the dirt in Star Wars that you can just feel. Like yeah, you go to Star that. Trek and I I'm it's it, I'm too disconnected. It's all feel, sterile. And of course, of course, most people will probably prove me wrong if you're a Trekkie, but Trekker. Trekker. It's Trekker now. Please. Han Solo is a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that forever. It's the weird guys because we, we are chose request that we do commentary to commentary to the fanboy we, commentary. We chose three characters, non-human characters. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's like a human that exemplifies Star Wars. I think Hopefully. that would be kind of go against the point. I mean, I guess a Jedi, Vader, Vader like, maybe, maybe Qui Gon or Obi Wan in their full robes and everything. But with with the Padawan braid and their lightsaber, it's weird. Be, I mean, it's weird because Obi Wan, his character template exists in a lot of different stories. Mm-hmm. Yoda is very very unique. Like well, he's his, like the master's master. Character is Admiral Kennedy, which Hunter what? says that's the guy at the beginning of eight. Oh, thank you, oh. thank you. No, Yoda's his character type is in a lot of stories. It's a trope, just the same way. Yeah, I see what you mean, though. Like Ben kind of fills that role, and then Yoda's even above Ben. Well, my point. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's the master, but then you go to the, the master's master, and he's Yoda's more of like a fucking god in, but in who the original is Yoda's trilogy. Master. Mm. Find That's out who next. we're gonna find out in episode ten. <laughs> Mas. Yeah, Mas Canada. That's another one they did dirty. See, I'm wondering how much uh, Carrie Fisher's death played into, like, how much did it mess up? Not mess up, but like tweak episode nine. Like, what? Oh, was, so much. What was the true plan? Like, was she supposed to be the saving grace of Ray? Maybe. She probably would have ended up dying anyways. It yeah, just would have, I, she would have had more dialogue, and it would have been a little. I don't know. I'd love to hear that. Did they, well, yeah. was she supposed to be the one that lived? Maybe. I feel like 
with the timing, they probably hadn't fully fleshed out nine by the time she passed anyways. Because it, like, it was soon after eight, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, it was in the making of eight, I thought. I thought. Like before it premiered? Yeah. Because weren't they, they were limited in eight. Maybe you're right. It was between eight and nine. I'm going to find out. We shall... uh, Admiral Akbar. (laughs) Oh, you're saying Admiral Akbar as far as like one of the characters that you see. Yeah. She passed away December 2016. So a year before Last Jedi came out. So yeah, it was like after filming before the movie released. So yeah, there's no way they had nine like fully done by then. Well, my thought is like at the end where we see Daisy Ridley or Daisy Ray on Tatooine, instead of her just looking up at some sons, which that probably would have happened anyways, but maybe Leia would have been there and like embraced her and been like. Yeah, instead of Luke surviving and carrying on with Ray, it would have been Leia. Yeah. Yeah, because the whole idea, the way they spun it was like. Leia was kind of the wisest out of us. She was going to be a Jedi. She turned away from the path. Like, they could have had a lot more fun with that if she Dude, was able she, to act and, like, give some lines she and whatnot. Is 100%. She's untainted by the Jedi. Like, she never learned. Like, Ben, I don't think barely, he barely even talked to her in episode four. Can I, Am I imagining things? Like, I don't even remember <laughs> Leia talking Having a conversation with Obi-Wan. No, because by the time they even see him on the Death Star, he's fighting Vader and he dies. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, it's yeah. like a switcheroo. Yep. As soon as Ben dies, they, they're they picking up. Our, yeah. Fuck. Run, Luke. Hmm. Man, that almost... She trusts that, him, though. I'm, I'm blowing her, my own uh, mind. Her dad must have been talking him up all those 19 years because that's who she wants to reach out to. Yeah. You're my only hope. How do you God, even know she who never, this guy and is? She never even gets to him. Do you think we're going to see Leia in the Kenobi series? There has to be some kind of reason why she knows that that's their only hope before we get to episode four. You know what they could do? Not that I have a, a, an explanation, but they could really change what you're my only hope means. Totally. And really fuck with us because that's like... That's like... No, I am your father. Like, there's those phrases that 100% live in only Star Wars. From a certain point of view, you're my only hope. You're my only hope. Like, mm. did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. Anakin, drop. Not from a Jedi. Qui Gon, sir, I'm tired. <laughs> those sir. iconic phrases that only exist in Star Wars. <laughs> you know. Oh, Anakin Skywalker. Mm. You said they get people kind of die. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Oh. Wow. Now I, I think it'd be a good story choice if uh, I'm still blowing my own mind that I never thought about it. Princess Leia never has a kind of conversation with the guy she's been searching for the whole time. I know. She needs to. Maybe they'll do it. I but mean, they did. They ben did knows about in, her. Obi Kenobi bent knows about her. Well, he was there when she was born. <laughs> it's weird because you you put those like there's a that missing relationship that you I always just assume, and then you start, start taking a deep look at it, and you're like, "Fuck!" Oh wait, yeah, yeah, he kind of almost birthed her there. Yeah, he was there at her birth, but he they never a, met. He was kind of the midwife. 
the, <laughs> the mid-husband. Mid-man. The mid-Jedi. Okay. Kenobi. Kenobi. It's coming up. Let's keep theorizing. Maybe we'll get hired by uh, Disney by the time it comes out. Tell you what, you want to save a franchise. You hire these two folks right here. <laughs> we'll make it happen. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, am, I would 100%, just to fuck with everybody, I would make a Star Wars movie that's not based around a human. I've been waiting for that for a while. Since it's, 1977, basically. <laughs> it's a long time. I know. My entire existence has been wrapped around it. Uh, no, you know, I, I, you know, I agree. You know what I like about Mass Effect is that humans aren't the number one species. It's it makes it such it's such a twist on everything. But it is so still if, based around like as far as the, the character. Right, but my point is, if we base it around an alien species, all of a sudden we become the minority and mm-hmm. the quote lesser than species in the current system, or you know, so mm-hmm. it's like fuck. It would have been cool to see like an uphill battle and the struggles and. Mm. Playthroughs of Twilight or whatever. Fuck yeah. Dude, you wonder you think they'll throw different uh races into the Kotor remake? <sighs> you think they'll just throw like Twilight Twilight, Duros, Twilight, Twilight whatever? Mullet? <laughs> <laughs> Twilight Mullet Revan female. Female. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it would be cool. But yeah, it's possible. I, I, I just, mean, again, I don't know how close they're gonna keep it. They could go wild, yeah. or they could just basically like reskin the, the existing thing. <sighs> nah. I'd rather them go fucking bananas. Me too. Dude, I'm nervous about it now. Okay. <laughs> I'm nervous about everything. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Except Moon Knight. Go watch Moon Knight. It's it's crazy how far Disney's come. You know, just thinking about Mickey Mouse. That's This is where we're starting. Look at this funny laughing mouse, and now we control the globe. Yeah. It's a uh, 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. I've been seeing a bunch of commercials. Yeah, yeah it started Quite as a cartoon legacy. and now it's an amusement park. It's controlling film studios. It literally has their, its hand in everything. They're like the Creativity Corporation. Create Cre- Create Corp? Yeah. Lando System. I think in general they're doing pretty good. I have some grievances with their subsidiaries, but in general, they're doing pretty good. I also think... I don't know. Disney stock is down over the past year, past five years. Oh, five years, it's up a little bit. Bob Iger should not have stepped down. That's a bummer. It has been kind of a downfall, honestly, over the past year. Interesting. Yeah, I wish he would have stayed. He He seemed like a nice guy. Okay. Um, we are going to be recording with Revenge of the 90s next week. Um, getting ready for May the 4th. We're going to talk about The Phantom Menace, which is the only Star Wars film that came out in the 90s. So we're excited to sit down and chat with them again. That'll be coming out on May 4th or close to May 4th, the morning of May 4th, the eve of May 4th. Nah, stop it. But that'll be fun. We'll talk about Phantom Menace. We'll probably uh, do some theorizing about Kenobi and everything. And it's good to sit down with those guys again. So, Spatula City. Good day, Galaxy. Appreciate everybody who's tuned in live with us. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, everybody. Um, yeah, we'll catch you next week. Maybe. 
Unless Disney gets a hold of us, then we're going to be canceled. Oh, and then we're shipping off to Los Angeles, baby. Oh, yeah. We've got new directors. They're going to replace me with a spatula. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>